fire in my heart, my heart's on fire. I'm gonna put some hustle behind this muscle. Fire in the heart, my heart's on fire. Heart, fire, heart, fire. Hello, and welcome to the next episode of Matt and Todd Go to the Movies. The podcast where Matt and Todd go see a movie at our local Regal Cinema. Uh, but in this case, we're finishing, or not finishing, whoa, that's definitely the wrong word. We are continuing our Rocky Out journey uh, today. And we also have our special guest, Eden Cummins. Hello. I am Todd Domer. And I'm Matt Malloy. And yes, we are here once again in Eden's basement uh, watching some Rocky stuff go down. Today, right now, we're going to talk about Rocky V, a, a, the fifth movie in the Rocky saga. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say a fine movie, but I'm not sure if I agree with that. So we'll just get into it here. Uh, we have we have all the regulars back who haven't died in the Rocky series. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, you've got your Sylvester Stallone. You've got your Talia Shire, uh, Adrian, and you've got uh, Polly's back, Bert Young. Young, yes, good one. And uh, we've got we've got a new player, a new boxer on the scene, Tommy Gunn, played by Tommy Morrison, Morrison yeah. yeah, who was an actual boxer, yeah, and maybe even heavyweight champion of the world. I think it said something about him winning the heavyweight WBO okay. championship. I don't know what that means in the boxing realm. I think there's many different titles. In yes. The realm, so yes. So and uh, I think. That's it for famous folks in this movie. Oh, the return of Burgess Meredith. Oh yeah, well Burgess Burgess was back, back filming new bit. content. Yes, yeah. that's true. Yeah. True. Good um, call. This is well, both of you would enjoy this. So the guy who plays Mr. George Washington Duke or whatever the um, the promoter. Yeah. The only I know I've seen him in other stuff, but the only thing that ever truly sticks out of my mind that I remember him from is that he was in. The Friday the Thirteenth movie where they people kept eating Jason's heart for absolutely no reason, and he mm. was the first one mm. to do it. Mm-hmm. Wow! For some reason, Freddy versus scene... Jason, I believe. No, right? no, no. It's Jason's dead. I don't know. Yeah. I can't remember which one. I don't okay. know what's going on. It's not New Nightmare because that's not the same franchise, but it's the it's like the new journey or date, gotcha. like the end of the previous one. Yeah, it, yeah. It's the last it's movie the before one. they did. No, the boat one is where they go to New York. That's Jason somehow, takes Manhattan. Yeah, somehow oh, the boat right. makes it from Crystal Lake to <laughs> Manhattan. Right. No, it was the one where they they killed Jason in the first five minutes. Like they blow right, him out. It's like right. a sting or whatever. He's the autopsy person who takes a bite of the heart. <laughs> it is never explained why he does it, but I think we also just <laughs> we may have just spoiled our next. Going through a whole series. <laughs> uh, Matt proposed the Halloween movies until we realized that there were ten of them. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> Look, whatever. So, anyway, that's the only other kind of famous your person. He's been around, but I don't know him a whole lot besides a heart eater. Well, it was Jason's heart, so I'll allow it. <laughs> um, so, so what's this movie all about? Rocky Five. It's uh. It takes place. Rocky is is falling on hard times. It takes place right after Rocky Four, and Rocky's feeling his age at this point. He's gone into retirement, 
and due to uh, some bad financial decisions on Polly's part, uh, he's also bankrupt. So he's lost all his money. So everybody moves back into the old set from Rocky One and Two, <laughs> the 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 old the old uh, house and uh, the old pet store. Exterior only is shown, um, and the boss, the pet store boss, does not come back into play. But Adrian does start working there part time, which is where she was working when she met Rocky. Um, yeah, I think the only thing is different is that the the exterior of the shot is the same as the old house, but then inside the house things are different. Like, mm. um, mm-hmm. yeah, because the old house. Everything the hallway was on the left when you walked in, and then it just gotcha. went all the way back. This one's got a staircase to the up to the right. Fair enough. Well, it's supposed to be the same house. Um, so so what happens after that is that this random boxer comes up to Rocky on the street and tries to convince Rocky to train him, and Rocky's a little hesitant, and eventually uh he agrees to train this this guy tommy gun tommy the machine gun get it <laughs> um <laughs> uh and so rocky trains him at the same time uh there's this this promoter guy who george washington dukes who's trying to get rocky to give one last fight uh again and make some money against the heavyweight champion of the world and Rocky, with Adrian's help, turns him down multiple times. And then uh, as Rocky's protege, Tommy Gunn, uh, becomes more famous and starts moving up the ranks and winning and is undefeated, um, then George Washington Dukes takes control of Tommy Gunn's uh, career and kind of cuts Rocky out of it. Um, and... Tommy Gunn gets his heavyweight championship uh, shot and wins the championship and then uh, is still upset because the press is like, yeah, well, you're no Rocky Balboa and uh, basically spins him up and he wants to he wants to get in a fight with Rocky no matter what. And so he travels to a bar where Rocky is inside drinking and calls him out to the street and they have words and things become more and more heated and they have a street fight at the end of the movie and i won't tell you what happens but that's the end of the movie so they throw some hands they throw hands they do fight there are three distinct rounds even but no bells no bells no bells have been rung here no bell Right. So, uh, Todd, what did you think of this? Rocky Five. So, uh, uh, Rocky Five is notorious for being the worst Rocky movie. And not just that, but it has a stigma of being like a really, really bad movie that people have said it's just bad over the years. And it definitely has that stigma around it now. I've for the longest time have contended that it is not that bad of a movie. It just isn't on par with the other movies. And I still pretty much feel that way. And it's not through lack of trying. It's just through, I think, lack of good storytelling for some reason this one. Other movies have had better storytelling. This one 
is too much happens way too fast and and it's like this mad dash to cram everyone back into the original setting including scenes of like people picking up old clothing and rocky's got his rubber ball he bounces around again and his fingerless gloves and his leather jacket and stuff like that and it is like it all goes like the first 15 minutes of the film is a mad dash from you know spacious palace mansion living to back to the streets and poor and stuff like that and it's just so fast it's so jarring like it's just not good storytelling like it's obvious where they wanted to be and they were like instead of let's having a good journey to get there it was like let's just get it all the way as fast as we can and then there we are we can kind of take it from there um and and like i've kind of said over the years i don't think that makes it a bad movie it just makes it there's just missteps um i think if they took the first half of the film and made it this kind of slow build to to losing money and slow build to you know rocky's got potential brain damage kind of stuff from being punched so much and like there's this this stuff that i think if you slow build it it would have been a lot better and it would have felt more natural to get there instead of just everything just being dumped so that we could get to where they really wanted the film to be. So I think those that that's the one of the biggest missteps in this movie. The other ones are and, and what's weird about this movie is that I think this movie has the most accurate 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 boxing life portrayal of like shady promoter, possible people taking dives in the ring for money. Like this was like I mean I think this movie mirrors what was actually going on in boxing at the time and this movie came out and so it's like as far as boxing and stuff goes and the life of boxers and the and the media circus of, of boxing and promoters and stuff like that this is probably the most accurate rocky movie to have this stuff going on um but it just feels weird for all this stuff to be in a rocky movie like it just it's so offbeat at times it just doesn't there's times where you don't feel like you're watching a rocky movie and honestly you come to a rocky movie to watch a rocky movie like there's different varying degrees of it but that's what you really want this one tries too hard um and some of the acting doesn't catch up to what they're trying to do like it's it's like okay we want you to be the character that's evolved over the years but now we actually want you to be that character and kind of regress a little bit and go back to the beginning and all it just it's too much for the actors, I think, to really grab a hold on how you accurately do that, it's just too hard, I think. I don't, I don't think many people could do that. Um, and But there's still some good nuggets. Like, there's still some good monologues. There's still some good um, scenes between people that, you know, are very help, heartfelt. The heart is there. You know, some good kind of rambling advice from Rocky as he tries to learn from his lessons and, 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 and impart and more important lessons on his kid. Um, there's also just a, a giant like continuity gap here of when four ended into five and like his kid ages 10 years in the span of like a year because Stallone wanted to use his actual kid in this movie. And so that makes it kind of awkward too. It's like, you know, I think, the Rocky movies have been pretty tight in continuity up until this point, and they got really, we're just like, let's just throw this to the wind, and let's do this, because this is what I want to do. As I said, I think at the beginning of this movie is that this starts, in my opinion, the, the stage of Stallone's career where he started to phone it in, because he was riding high off of his success, I think, and this movie kind of shows that, too, 
of just being like, you know, we throw all these things into a pot and, and we just expect it to be a Rocky movie instead of actually taking the time to actually do it. So that sounds like I'm making a case of why this is a bad movie. I don't think this is a bad movie. It's just not as good as the others. <clears throat> and I, I, you know, people who actually crap on this movie, it's hard for me to take because I'm like, I don't think it's that bad, but everyone gets their opinion. So I still say people should watch it. It, it has some good moments. It, you know, as far as like when you look at Rocky Five and the overall story of Rocky, Rocky Five is an important setup to get us to Rocky Balboa which is a phenomenal movie, in my opinion. So it's an important step in the Rocky process. So that's where I'm going to end, because I feel like I could continue rambling on. So, Edie, what's yeah. your take? Yeah, I thought the same thing. Like, I remembered it being very bad. Like, I remember when we've done this in the past, falling asleep through it and not really, like, being into it. Um, like, I remember it just being not good. Uh, and I, I don't think that that was the case. Like, this, it suffers from the the same thing that I talked about for Rocky Four. Like, I think that there's a tighter version of this movie buried in this movie. But it does hit a lot of the things I wanted it to hit. It talks about a guy who's having to transition into the next stage of his career. And it talks about, like, the cyclical nature of how that goes. And it's... I think that they lean too heavy on nostalgia for a movie that's only like 10 years, less than 10 years older than the first one. When did we say it was? 70... 70... Alright, so about... Yes. This is 90. So. 76, I think, is the first one. Okay, yes. yeah, yeah, so 14 years. So, like, I just think that like, like they really were trying to hammer back to the roots and they didn't need to as much. Yeah. I think that the story of Rocky and Tommy and the exclusion of his kid and you know him getting kind of like caught up I think that that's actually told pretty well um, I think that the pacing isn't bad in the beginning it's just a lot the movie clocks in at an hour and 44 minutes according to HBO Max uh, looking at the title card um, and it feels like it needed to be 15 minutes longer or shorter. Um, either you needed to bring that beginning piece that we talked about uh, with like, oh, you're too injured to fight ever again. We needed to either extend that into more like giving it space and showing like progressive impact of this thing or like, hey, here's the actual strain this is putting on or we needed to just kind of see if we could tighten it up a little bit, do it mostly in montage, which is a thing that the franchise is known for anyway and can get away with, um, and just kind of move, like, you're you're back here now. Um, or even just start in Philadelphia and kind of, like, pick back up the in-between in dialogue. Like, you know, uh, do a... do uh, The scene in the beginning is phenomenal, uh, where it shows the after-effects of the Drago fight in four, do that and then cut four years later or whatever it is and, like, don't have him coming off the plane. Don't have him doing any of that. He's just in Philadelphia. And we just kind of, like, flash back to these things. Um, I mean, I think there's other ways that they could have gone. I, I don't think it's bad the way that they did it. I think that they told an interesting character-driven story. They really leveraged a lot of these people. They really leveraged... Um, like, Paulie and his relationship to these people, like, very well. 
they leveraged Adrian. Um, uh, like I said for four, I think that if she had been more on-screen supportive of his career, her really hammering home, you need to give it up, would have landed better for me personally in Rocky V. Because as it stands, it just sounds like she's like just finally sticking to her guns. Like after... Uh, four other movies of say or three other movies. She was fine with it in the first one. Of yeah. uh, nah, don't yeah. fight. Maybe like now she's like, but seriously, you'll die. And why would he take her seriously? She's caved every other time. So like, mm. it just feels yeah. like that part's a little weird. Um, it feels like uh, Don Ca um, George Washington Duke is trying very hard to put this elaborate payday scheme into play that, like, it feels at a certain point that he's just doing it for plot and not because he has any real reason to continue to drive this. Um, and I think that they could have done a little bit more talking about, like, Tommy's shortcomings because his, air quote, heel turn at the end is very earned, but it feels a little incongruous for everything that Rocky did for him. Like, I think that they could have foreshadowed that a little bit more, or kind of had there's a lot of people standing around giving meaningful looks to each other, but not really explaining the emotions behind it. And I think that they're they suffered from that. There's like a lot of people like, Tommy kind of sucks, but nothing on screen, like, earns us that. Um... And so, like, there's like there's places like that. I, I think that it was, uh, in summation, I think that it is probably the worst Rocky movie, but I don't think it is a bad movie. Um, I just think that most of these have been pretty exceptional, timeless pieces of work. Fair. Well, I maybe uh, go against the grain a little bit here. I think that... <laughs> There's a chance this might be a bad movie. Um, or at least a below average movie. I wouldn't say bad. But I think even something that... A, a phrase that you used that I'll, I'll co-opt. Uh, doing, it, doing it for the plot is kind of the motivation of the promoter and his weird scheme. I think the introduction of Tommy Gunn to the movie... Uh, as some guy on the street who comes up to Rocky and finds him and decides to uh, convince Rocky to train train him uh, is another little, like, what? That's... He pressures him to be his promoter the same way that Rocky pressured Adrian to be his girlfriend. Like, well, there is that. <laughs> I was yes. going to ask, is, is that why you really don't like the movie? Because there was no references back to that first awkward date. Yeah. Which we know could raise your rating if it's shown. It's true. It could. <laughs> um, I thought it was, it, was, it was fine. The story that they told was fine. I think the best part of it is probably the story about kind of this this triangle between Rocky and Tommy Gunn and and Rocky's son um, I, I think that's that's the best thing that we have to get from this movie is kind of that those relational pieces although I do say I agree again with you Eden about the 
the opening scene from this, which is Rocky kind of breaking down after after the the fight against Drago, um, which we didn't see in the last movie. So I think that's that's a that's another good positive uh, moment. But uh, I think overall the movie just kind of felt like, and and Todd, you touched on this kind of the timing felt funny, um, and and yeah, maybe if we just sort of jump cut to everyone's already in Philadelphia and we're all already entrenched and now we have this this movie um, it could be fine um, but it, but I think even aside from the uh, we're going from from riches to rags story part uh, I, I felt like kind of the the timing of the movie just felt funky to me hmm. um, as far as the the pacing of of Tommy Gunn and interspersing that with stories from the the playground of of Rocky's kid at school uh, getting picked on and and both of them training at the same time, um, I don't know. It, it felt a little bit a little bit forced maybe um, in 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 timing. So overall, I think that. If you're going to watch all the Rocky movies, obviously you should watch this one. But I think if you're going to skip one movie, I think you could skip this one <laughs> um, and not not miss out too much on on the whole series. Although, Todd, you say it sets up Rocky Balboa pretty well. So maybe, maybe not. But Yeah, I don't... It's hard to get to Rocky Balboa from Rocky IV. Fair. In that aspect. Fair. Um, so... Yeah, um, I just, something I thought of while we were talking that I meant to mention that I forgot is that I think for this movie one of the things that sits wrong with me is is Rocky's medical diagnosis. Not because I don't believe that could happen, but it's like going from Rocky three to Rocky four to this one. It's almost like okay, well we want to make Rocky dumb again. So how do we get from point A to point B in the <laughs> fastest way possible? It's like, oh, well, let's make him brain damaged and kind of punchy. Like, yeah. Um, and so that's like, certainly in this viewing that played, like, I saw that a lot more in this viewing than I have in the past. And, you know, it was, it was used, like, wouldn't it be greater if at some point Rocky's in a press conference and he has to admit this problem? Like, he's like, this is what I have going on from years of, you know, doing this and stuff like that. And it's like a growth moment instead of the whole movie hides behind this wall. Man's not hurt and stuff like that. And that feet, that's the entire, like it doesn't ever get brought up past that. Right. And you know, I guess for 1990, that's fine. But you know, thinking about today, like just thinking about what, if you took what these elements are in this movie and recut it today, maybe you had the ability to refilm some scenes and stuff like that. What a missed opportunity in that aspect. Um, and not just using that part of this story as just a cheap device that, well, we can't get him in a ring, so we need some reason why he can't fight on movie, and we need him to be the old Rocky who's not smart. So, um, Yeah, I'd have just like, moved on. Like, I'd have yeah. just rewritten it to be, hey, he's dumb again, and just like, yeah. not give <laughs> attention to it. Yeah. So, anywho... What, um, how many, man, I had something in mind and then I lost it because of, uh, I'm, I'm saving your suggestion from earlier for the mm -hmm. next movie. 
um, because he's he's a much more prominent role in the next movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, how many? Um, oh, how many Rocky Marciano cufflinks? Which Ooh, this perfect uh, movie um, is a little keepsake that Rocky has from from Mick. And there's different times where he tries to pass it on to different people and with varying degrees of success or failure. So, uh, obviously five being the best because then you got five cufflinks. So you got multiple changes of cufflinks and all that kind of stuff. And uh, zero's the worst because then you have zero and your your sleeves are just loosey-goosey and who likes that? Right. So. Uh, Eden? Uh, I'm going to come out with... Uh... I'm gonna I'm gonna lay it right on the line. It's a two point nine zero. Mm. Uh, the year that it was made, and <laughs> not quite a three. Uh, better than average, but uh, certainly below where most of these are landing. Like I I I do think that it is a much better movie than it's given credit for. It certainly doesn't deserve to be notoriously like the oh you have to sit through rocky five um but uh i don't think that i would ever just sit and watch it because it was on i think i could do that for any of the others yeah so um yeah i think that it's good i think it's a good part of the canon i think that it takes characters in interesting ways and anything that sets up balboa is worth having but i'm not i'm not super pressed with it sure Matt? Uh, I'm going to go 2.4. Rocky Marciano cufflinks. Slightly below average um, in general as a movie. Um, I agree with you, Eden. It's not as bad as I thought, but I thought it was really bad. So... So it was was a a moderately enjoyable watch for me. Um... But overall, I thought it was slightly below average. So, hence the 2.4 rating. Fair. Um, yeah, I mean, I agree a lot with what's been said. Um, you know, by this point in the Rocky movies, we're used to a certain certain level of Rockies. And this is obviously under that level. Um, but I still um, think it's not a bad movie per se. So, I'm uh, the number I had in mind that I'm going to stick with is a straight up 3.0. Okay. So. Fair, fair. All right. Well, that's going to wrap it up for this episode of Matt and Todd Go to the Movies with special guest Eden Cummins. And we reviewed Rocky 5. And we gave it an average uh, rating of 2.7 and two thirds of a Rocky Marciano cufflink necklace um out of five Mm -hmm. so that's that comes in at slightly above average um but i think we would all agree that this is probably the lowest rated one we've had um and maybe will have but we'll see true who knows who knows what everyone's going to think about the next the final three movies we have to watch that's right so Thank you for listening to the next installment of the Rocky Bal Blowout. Uh, we will continue to make these and uh, make podcasts in general. See you next time. Da 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 da